It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti here with you guys today to talk about the Panthers' preseason opening win over the Buffalo Bills. We're going to look at a couple of the drives, Newton's, Cam Newton's two drives. We're going to die. We're going to run over the stats, talk about a couple players, and then check out Pro Football Focus to get a little more in-depth look at snap counts and player grades, things like that. So exciting day today. Um, of course, a little bit about me. If you're new to the program, first off, welcome. If you're new, uh, if you're an old veteran, uh, appreciate the continued support. Uh, like I said, my name is Bill Rossetti. I write for the Panthers Wire, covering the Panthers, entering my second season there. I also cover the Cincinnati Bengals for Bengals Wire, so a couple of sites over in that neck of the woods under the USA Today media group. Obviously here, Locked On, Locked on Panthers, excuse me. Uh, also, I've had previous stops at Bleach Report and Dynasty Sports Empire, where I've written uh, football and fantasy football articles. I also do a little bit of bracketology, so I'm kind of a multi-sport, uh, I don't know how you want to say it, it's multi, like a versatile guy, I guess, uh, but I do a little bit of bracketology too during the college basketball season, so if you're a college fan there, uh, you can check that out as well, but let's get jump into it. So the first preseason game has come and gone. Can you believe already week one of the preseason is basically in the books? We have uh, two games today on Saturday to wrap up the week. And then we're less than a month away from the start of the regular season. But the Panthers' first game is in the books, and they did come away with the victory up in Buffalo. 28-23 to was the final score, uh, including a touchdown for Christian McCaffrey. So it was good to see him get more involved. You could already kind of see early on that the Panthers really want to use him some more. Uh, he... Because it seemed like he got a lot of the the early reps in the first half. He didn't see too much of C.J. Anderson, at least in, in the beginning of the game. As the game progressed and kind of later in the game, the second half, you saw C.J. Anderson a bit. But it was Christian McCaffrey. Now, obviously, it was a, a small sample size. They didn't use him that much. But McCaffrey did carry four times. Now, yeah, the, the yards per carry is down, as always. Only 2.8 yards per carry because... It was just four attempts for 11 yards, but he did he did find the end zone. Uh, and they also caught two passes for 29 yards. So really, you see that if, if this is any indication, if this small sample size is any indication, they're going to use him a lot more in the passing game. I think it's you know with North Turner coming in a little bit more of a dynamic guy, I guess it were a little more. I don't know. I was, was going to say adventurous. I don't know if that's the right word, but you kind of get what I'm saying. North Turner compared to uh, Mike Shula in terms of utilizing his weapons, utilizing Christian McCaffrey a lot more than they did last year. So I think the early, those two early drives, and especially the second one, the touchdown drive, I think was very, 
very exciting and hopefully a little bit of an indicator as to what this team can be going forward. Uh, just kind of running through, you know, the rest of the rushing stats. A lot of a lot of guys ended up t- touching the ball for the Panthers, and you, you kind of expect that in Week One. So Anderson and McCaffrey both carried the ball four times. Anderson 16 yards, McCaffrey 11. Both ended up finding the end zone. Uh, Elijah Hood carried three times for seven yards. Reggie Bonifin, the undrafted rookie out of Louisville. Carried a couple times. Alex Arma had a carry. Cameron Artis Payne actually had the most carries with five, but he totaled just one yard. So, And his longest was actually six yards, so that tells you right there. Um, one carry for six yards, meaning the other four were for negative five yards. Now, granted, Artis Payne running a lot behind the third-team offensive line, so really not a lot of room to work with, um, but... So it's going to be interesting going forward uh, who's going to be that third running back behind McCaffrey and C.J. Anderson. Uh, Passing-wise, again, Cam Newton played for two series. They punted on the first one, but Newton led uh, the second drive for a touchdown. A good second drive at that as well. It was, you know, certainly, certainly in the first preseason game, you don't see too often the starting quarterback come out for a second series. I mean, you, you look across the NFL, a lot of starting quarterbacks didn't even play. Um, for example, last night watching the Raiders and the Lions, Matthew Stafford didn't even start. It was Matt Castle that got the start. And then there were a couple other teams that were like that as well. I think Washington was one such team with um, Alex Smith not starting. Uh, you look at... The Pittsburgh-Philadelphia game, for example, I don't think either starting quarterback started on that one. I don't think Ben Roethlisberger was there at all. And certainly for the Eagles, uh, Carson Wentz still not clear. Nick Foles banged up. So the point being that um, a starting quarterback playing more than one series is usually kind of 50-50. But with this new offense, I think it's good to certainly get more reps which, you know, certainly Newton did getting uh, a second series here in week one. And obviously as the preseason goes on, you're going to, you're going to build more like next week when they play the Dolphins, uh, you might see Cam Newton there for maybe about a quarter or so. And then of course uh, the regular season tune up against the Patriots is when you'll really see Newton at least for a half, maybe even a series into the third quarter. So the reps are going to come, uh, but getting that second series and again, that good second series last night, or uh, th- Thursday night, excuse me, I think was good for this offense to kind of work out some of the kinks. Uh, but overall, Newton did go 6 of 9 for 84 yards, so a good good start there. And then, of course, you had the two other quarterbacks battling for the backup job. Garrett Gilbert, 7 of 12, 93 yards, one touchdown. Taylor Heineke, 7 of 9, 121 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, T- Taylor Heineke, if you look at the passer ratings, though, too, Heineke was 155.8 and Garrett Gilbert 110.8. But I think you could still consider Garrett Gilbert the favorite right now for the backup job. Uh, you, you saw he got to work in a little bit with the ones and thought he looked pretty good. You know, maybe they flip it around for next week. Maybe they give Heineke the first shot after Newton comes out. We'll see. 
And then uh, late in the game, Kyle Allen did get out there through one pass, but it was an incompletion. Uh, but overall, a good look on offense, especially DJ Moore. DJ Moore had a, a very good debut. Uh, was targeted six times, caught four passes for 75 yards. In fact, if you go over to Pro Football Focus, we'll dive a little more into this in a little bit, but we'll just quick look at DJ Moore. Uh, DJ Moore was graded out fantastic. In fact, I think he was the best. He actually graded out as the second best offensive player from PFF among the Panthers for that game with a 90.2 on offense and an 88.5 in the passing game, uh, 61.4 in run blocking. But overall, 90.2, just a smidge behind Jarius Wright, who, you know, you kind of saw. He only he only played five snaps, but certainly those are the, it seems like those are two kind of battling for one of the opposite wide receiver spots. But again, uh, very impressive debut. You saw DJ Moore was kind of all over the field. Showing kind of that playmaking ability that he showed at Maryland, uh, really uh, all three levels of the field. So, so that was really really good to see. He played uh, 34 snaps. And again, we'll get, we'll dive in later the t- total snaps for a lot of these guys. But that that was one of the big takeaways I think too is that DJ Moore. You saw why the Panthers drafted him for that playmaking ability for that. Yards after the catch. He had that one nice play, I think, in the fourth quarter where he kind of spun away from coverage, spun away from a would-be tackler, and was able to pick up a few extra yards. So really impressive showing. Uh, hopefully he gets worked in a little more as the preseason goes on. And luckily, no major injuries to really talk about either. You know, Because as, as we've seen across the landscape, uh, a couple rookies unfortunately have gone down with torn ACL specifically the big one of course was Darius Geis the running back for the Washington Redskins first they thought it was a sprained MCL as it turned out it's a torn ACL his season is done also done for the season was Colts rookie wide receiver Deion Kane also with a torn ACL so that, that's the, the other good thing about the Panthers coming out of this game was that there was no uh no significant injury so that's that's a uh, big plus. So let's take a quick minute here, and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about the game, dive into some pro football focus stuff. Uh, first, I want to thank one of our great sponsors here at the Locked On Network over at Vivid Seats. Hey, listen, fans, the NFL preseason has already started. That means the regular season is right around the corner. It's less than a month away, and you can be there at the stadium to cheer on your favorite team this season. Uh, Vivid Seats is an online ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. They offer great prices for NFL games and all live events. So listen up. Here's a a great offer for you guys out there. You can go to vividseats.com today. That's V-I-V-I-D-S-E-A-T-S.com. Or you can download the Vivid Seats app and enter the promo code LOCKEDON. That's one word. To get 10% off your first purchase with Vivid Seats. This is for new customers only and the offer is good through the end of August. You still have about three weeks to take advantage of this deal. And all Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% 
guarantee. Hey, this season, don't sit around watching the Panthers at home when you can be at Bank of America Stadium in the crowd cheering in person. And you can be there for the season opener September 9th against the Dallas Cowboys. Again, go to VividSeats.com or use the promo code LOCKEDON. Or excuse me, go to VividSeats.com or download the app and use the promo code LOCKEDON and save 10% off your first ticket order. The offseason is over, the NFL is back, and Vivid Seats wants to help you get back into the game. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's continue our discussion now of the the opening game of the preseason. One quick note I want to make, too, before we dive into some of these PFF stats, is the fact that uh, Kevon Seymour... Uh, seemingly battling for and kind of the favorite for the starting job, or at least at times he seemed like he was the, the favorite for the starting cornerback job opposite uh, James Bradbury. He played a lot, especially going into the, into the uh, fourth quarter. In fact, looking at the snap counts, he was actually ninth highest among Panthers with 30 snaps. And for a player that is seemingly in a starting position or really battling for a starting position, playing into the fourth quarter in week one of the preseason, kind of, especially for a guy in Seymour's position, that's pretty telling. That's pretty interesting that, you know, late in the game when it's normally your third stringers or fourth stringers, guys fighting for roster spots, that a guy like Seymour, now I don't know if it was the injury he suffered a little bit and they're just trying to give him some more reps, whatever the case may be, but I just found it really interesting that Seymour was out there quite a bit. And actually, he didn't grade all that well. Uh, His overall defensive grade was actually just a 29.1. Now, if you look at... (laughs) excuse me, some of the other grades, Uh, his grade on rush defense was a 60. His tackling grade was actually his best at 75.4. And then his coverage grade was really low at 28.8. Now you compare that to Dante Jackson, who seemed like he got a lot of, a good bit of reps early on, especially some with the ones. He played 29 snaps. Graded out overall at a 63.9 on defense, 61.3 on rush defense, 72.5 on tackling, and 63.4 in coverage. So, and cover, that's coverage against receivers, as they, as the key would uh, tell you on PFF. And, you know, first of all, if you want to get these elite stats, all you do is just go to PFF. Sign up for the elite packaging and see all the grades and all that good stuff. I think the Edge subscription has this too. Uh, but certainly the elite package, you get so much stuff, and we thank them for you know working with us and 
allowing us to share their share their work with you guys. So uh, really appreciate Pro Football Focus. But just going off those early grades. Now again, it's only one. It's only one game. Um, you know, long way to go. But early on, you know, maybe Dante Jackson is kind of catching up to Seymour a little bit for that starting spot. Some may even argue he's the favorite now. You know, and he's gotten reps with the ones all throughout spring, and now it's kind of coming to fruition a little bit. He held his own nice, though. I thought he, I thought he looked pretty good. Uh, if but we look overall, we'll start with the offensive snaps, at least kind of the the top guys there. So Blaine Clausell, the swing tackle, uh, actually played the most offensive snaps at 49, and there were 61 total snaps, and Clausell played 49 of them. Didn't really grade all that well, though. His overall grade was actually just a 43.1. His pass block was very poor, 24.1, run blocking at 56, and did have a penalty against him. Uh, Next highest was Kyle Friend, the reserve center. He played 36 snaps. Graded pretty decently, especially in pass blocking. Got an 82.5 over those 36 snaps. Uh, and a 66.1 in run blocking. His overall grade was a 69.5. So that's, you know, about average for an NFL player. So not too bad. Uh, Ian Thomas thought he had some decent moments there for his first game. Played 35 snaps. But his overall grade... Not very good from PFF. He only got a 45. Uh, it was a 52.8 in the passing game, 70.2 in pass blocking, and 40.6 in run blocking. Then it was DJ Moore, uh, 34 snaps, as I mentioned before, his fantastic game, 90 grade overall. And then Brendan Mahon got 32 snaps at guard, and he got the... The nod to start a left guard with Amini Silatolu sitting out. So, but he only got 56.5. Now, again, it's his first first start, you know, kind of thrust into the starting role. But at least from practice reports, it seems like he's been doing okay. So, you know, there's room for him to grow. Uh, but early on, it does look like he's at least in a good position to be one of the primary backups at the guard position once Silatolu comes back. And then running through Heineke, Greg Van Rotten, Taylor Moten, 25, 25 snaps each. Uh, Greg Van Rotten actually got a 80.5 grade overall. Uh, he was even mixed in there on those early drives. Uh, I think he, because he eventually came in and replaced Matt Khalil, because Khalil didn't play much, only played 14 snaps, uh, graded out 67.2. Van Rotten's going to be another one of those guys that is going to be a, a solid reserve tackle. So, you know, you've, you've definitely got some depth guys right now in the offensive line. Certainly no star power after losing Andrew Norwell, but, you know, if, say, Khalil goes down, I think Van Rotten's going to be a guy that I think he'll be okay if he needs to step in and... You know, he'll, he'll be pretty serviceable. Uh, Mahon has kind of worked himself into a 
kind of serviceable backup role. So they're getting some guys, and more importantly, getting these guys rep, which is, you know, especially for a young guy like Mahon, very important to get as, as many reps as possible. So good to see that he was out there quite a bit. Uh, Curtis Samuel and Demir Bird both played 22 snaps. Curtis Samuel graded up pretty solid, 71.1. We know he has kind of an uphill battle. You know, maybe maybe not so much as fighting for a roster spot, but just in terms of getting snaps once the regular season starts. And we've talked about how he really needs to showcase what he can do and kind of show that he's recovered from that ankle injury. So I think the next couple of weeks are still going to be very important for a guy like Curtis Samuel. And then you saw uh, Adam Biznawadi got in there a little bit, the kid they just claimed off waivers from the Detroit Lions. Uh, you saw uh, Jason Vanderland had a catch. He looked pretty decent. So overall, overall on offense, you know, and that's really what week one is about, getting some of these young guys and guys fighting for roster spots, more reps. Uh, you flip over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, it was actually Lorenzo Doss, kind of the star of the spring, who led the way in snaps with 40. In fact, also led the team in tackles with five and graded out 76.5 overall, uh, 77.6 in run defense and 77.8. In tackling, so good showing, a continued good showing, I should say, for Lorenzo Dawson. He really looks like he's in position to become one of those reserve tackle or reserve cornerbacks. Uh, Kendrick Norton, Cornelder, Jared Norris, and Cole Luke all played 34 snaps. Jermaine Carter, 33 snaps. Demetrius Cox and Marquise Haynes, 31 each. Uh, again, there's Kevon Seymour, 30 snaps. But again, that was kind of the, the one of the interesting notes of Thursday's game was how deep into the game Seymour played, and then Desmond Southward and Dante Jackson each playing 29 snaps. Uh, the highest graded offensive players, again, we talked about Jairus Wright, 90.3, but that was only in five snaps. DJ Moore at 90.2. And then the other guys that graded 80 or better, Garrett Gilbert, Moss Frazier, Jamal Jones and Greg Van Rotten. Uh, of course, Frazier getting in there as well in the scoring category. Defensively, highest grader was Shaq Thompson. Uh, that interception certainly helped. 91.4. In fact, he graded 90.8 in coverage. Lorenzo, no one else actually graded above, above 80, but four other players did grade 70 or better. Lorenzo Doss. Rashawn Galden, Davian Parms, and Brian Cox Jr. K1 Show was actually just under there at 69.9. So that's kind of a look at the snap counts. I'll take one quick, one more quick break and come back, kind of wrap things up. But before we do that, we want to thank our other great sponsor over at Nordic Track. I'm like some of you guys, I'm sure. I want to find time to go to the gym, but I can't. You know, whether it's uh, just busy time or just things get hectic with your schedule or whatever the case may be. Or like me this week, I got sick a little bit. That kind of hampers you. 
You know, it, it's always tough to go out there, but with Nordic Track, you're going to be able to bring the gym and the personal trainer right to your own home. They have a series of training equipment to give you amazing workouts in the convenience of your home, including treadmills, exercise bikes, incline trainers, and strength. You can join high-energy streamed workouts any time of the day without stepping out the door. You can join streamed workouts in both studios and exotic destinations around the world. Start your day with a run through the streets of Paris and end with cross-training on the shores of Thailand, or you can even work out on the African safari. Workouts are led by the world's top personal trainers to ensure you meet your fitness goals. So listen up, everybody. Here's a special offer for you guys. Get $75 off your Nordic Track purchase by visiting nordictrack.com slash locked on and use the offer code locked on. Again, that's N-O-R-D-I-C-T-R-A-C-K dot com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and use the offer code locked on during checkout to save $25 off your purchase. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So to kind of wrap things up here, uh, again, overall I thought it was a a good performance. I liked what I saw out of, you know, especially the starters, but even even a guy like Mahon, I think, looked pretty good. Um, Moulton, not too bad. And again, some of the young guys, again, Lorenzo Doss, uh, just continuing to step up and performing well. Going to be one of those solid, uh, solid off or backup corners. Uh, good to see Dante Jackson playing well with the ones. You know, again, it's hard to take a lot of, it's hard to take too much of anything from the first week of the preseason, but again, there, there are definitely, definitely some moments that you can take away and kind of build on. And anytime you can come out with a win, especially, you know, for these young guys fighting and working to get that W, it's, it's always a good feeling. You know, we'll see, uh, especially the rookies, you know, DJ Moore, Dante Jackson, how much more playing time they'll get as the as the preseason goes on. Again, we'll see the ones a little more next week against Miami. Uh, how much does DJ Moore factor into that or on the defense? Uh, does Jackson get the start? Will Seymour continue to play into the fourth quarter, or are they going to just kind of cap him and say the first half. These, these are going to be some some interesting things, I think, to watch uh, next week when they take on the Miami Dolphins. So with that, we'll wrap things up here. I want to thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. Um, enjoy the victory. Panthers are 1-0 in the preseason. Three, three weeks left in the preseason and less than a month until the season opener against the Dallas Cowboys, who... Starters looked okay against San Francisco. Uh, overall, of course, they did lose, but you know you saw Dak Prescott throw a touchdown to Michael Gallup. So certainly start watching those players if you're going to start 
doing some preparation for week one, or at least what you want to look for for that opening game. But that's it for now. I'm Bill Rossetti. You can follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Thanks for listening, guys. Keep it locked here on the Locked On Podcast Network and right here with me with the Carolina Panthers on LOP. Until next time, take care. We'll see you next time, my friends. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.